podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You are listening to the Cricket Corner podcast with me, Watsal Vora. Well, ladies and gentlemen, India have not ended the calendar year of 2023 on a high because they have suffered defeat in the first test match against South Africa at Centurion by an innings and 32 runs. This is India's first innings defeat in test cricket since September 2021 when they suffered an innings defeat at the hands of England at Headingley and since then India have been almost flawless in test cricket but uh, unfortunately when they travel to south africa it feels like it is going to be a tough tour and uh, today was no different the way in which india batted in the second test match in the second inning sorry uh, yeah ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the cricket corner podcast with me watsal vora if you are listening this on spotify or apple podcast then make sure you are giving me those five star ratings and uh, making me happy heading into 2024 and if you are listening this on youtube then make sure you're liking sharing and subscribing but yeah enough of that let's talk about india and how badly they were beaten by south africa let's be honest it was a really really one sided game ending in less than 3 days time and we as indians are quite familiar with test matches ending in less than 3 days time because it's hap- it happens on home conditions time and time again where the ball spins from the first session of day 1 and the visitors are not able to contain the rights of ashwin jadeja akshar patel and uh, they and india come out on top but pretty pretty similar situation if you personally ask me but instead of the opposition spinners it was the opposition fast bowlers who made sure that the home side wins the test match on this occasion and um, the south african victory is mainly down to that fast bowling quartet yes south africa picking up four fast bowlers for the first test match against india at centurion they went with kagiso rabada they went with uh, marco jansen nondre burger and gerald kotsi and in reply to be honest india also went ahead and picked four fast bowlers in the in the form of prasid krishna mohammad siraj jaspreet bumrah and shardul thakur but uh, in the end the conditions favored the south africans a lot more there was overcast conditions all throughout the test match for basically two and a half days that is there was a hint of grass on the wicket as well there was seam movement present not to take anything away from the south african bowlers because indian bowlers could have had the same conditions had the same pitch but uh, unfortunately the south african batsmen were a lot lot better than what india could manage in their first innings and uh, i think the combination of great batting in difficult conditions and bowlers taking the full use of the conditions given to them i think the combination of both of these things together has made sure that south africa have beaten india by an innings and 32 runs it felt like uh how shall i put it it felt like india were chasing the game right from the very first session on day 1 because it was south africa who won the toss and put 
India into batting and India lost their first three wickets in in what less than 30 runs I think it was 24 for 3 when Shubman Gill was dismissed by Berger and uh, since then it felt like India would be chasing this game and would never be on top until and unless they go and pick early wickets when they have gotten a chance to bowl maybe in the second day or whenever South Africa can come out to bat but India never really got going they were 107 for 5 when Virat Kohli was dismissed and then it took a wonderful savior kind of an innings from KL Rahul 101 of 137 deliveries his second century at Centurion I think he did score a century in the last time the last time India came here where they lost the series 2-1 and we are going to talk about that towards the end of this podcast but um, apart from that it felt like apart if you exclude that innings that is of KL Rahul it felt like India were never really in the game because they were bundled out for just 245 in the first innings and if you take out KL Rahul's 101 India would have struggled to post a score past 200 and that is really really sad to see because the South African bowlers had India all over them Kagiso Rabada ending with 5 for 59 a wicket a, a wicket each for Marco Jansen and Gerald Kotze and Berger on debut picking up three wickets as well when India posted 245 in their first innings I felt like this was a a, ba- a total with India uh, a total which India can battle with I think it was a formidable total given the conditions given the overhead conditions and the pitch because my mind goes back to the series against South Africa in 2022 and it and yes in India lost that series 2-1 but if I if my memory serves me correctly the totals weren't too high. There were barely a total above like 350, 400. Most of the totals were in those regions of, you know, 250 to 275. And that's, and I, I feel like that's how things work in South African cricket, particularly in the test side of things. So for me personally, I felt like it was a challenging total. Yes, India could have gotten a few more and pushed towards 300, but I felt like Given the circumstances, I felt like 245 was a total with which India can come out and battle. But unfortunately, that did not happen at all thanks to the brilliance shown by Dean Elgar and co. As South Africa posted 408 runs from in their first innings. Let's, let's do some quick math, shall we? Let's give me a minute here. And yeah. They take they took a lead of 163 runs, and uh, we'll talk about the lead in just a moment. But we have to share what Dean Elgar did. Dean Elgar, before the start of this two-match Test series, announced that he would retire from international cricket at the end of the India tour. So this was probably the last time he would come out and bat at Centurion, a place where he's not got a century before. But uh, once again, he's shown his class in the test in the test circuit and um, 
he hit a magnificent 100 185 of uh, 287 deliveries 28 boundaries along the way he was aided really really well by another debutant in the form of david beddingham who scored 56 of 87 deliveries and then towards the end of south african innings he was partnered brilliantly by Marco Janssen who scored an unbeaten 84 which is his highest score in test match cricket so many congratulations to Marco Janssen as well he's done his bits with the ball and he's contributed with the bat as well with this all helped South Africa post 408 and taking a lead of 163 runs Dean Elgar's innings I I'm a little disappointed and feel sad for someone like Dean Elgar because he was looking like he was in complete control when he was batting against the likes of Jaspreet Bumrah and Mohamed Siraj and Prasid Krishna to an extent as well and I feel bad for him because his highest score in test match cricket is what uh, I think it's 199 isn't it if let let's let me just check yeah it, it his highest score is 199 in test match cricket and i really wanted him to get that elusive 200 double century in what could be his uh, in what is his last test series but unfortunately for dean elgar that wasn't the case because he was dismissed by shadul thakur for 185 and that was also freakish dismissal if you personally ask me but um, yeah 185 did get the man of the match for that for his troubles though but uh, unfo- uh, in the end a really really good total posted by South Africa and I felt like 163 runs was enough of a lead as far as to put Team India into bat because yeah let's be honest the, in the way in which India played in the first innings and and I'm talking about i'm talking about their innings excluding what kl rahul did which was just magnificent and you cannot ignore that but just let's put that to one side here and talk about the indian innings it felt like india would struggle to reach 163 runs because first of all you have to reach 163 runs and then you have to start taking lead and if you lose early wickets you are putting pressure on the middle order not only to get to 163 runs but then you have to take sizable lead and give your bowlers bowlers half a chance to make sure that you are still in the test match and have a chance of winning the test match but what happened in the first innings i think the indian batting in the second innings was a lot lot worse if you personally ask me bundled out for just 131 runs meaning south africa win by an innings and 32 runs only two scores were scored above were in double digits let's let's put it that way 26 by shubman gill and 76 by virat kohli virat kohli was the last wicket to fall so we have talked about kl rahul's importance in the first innings when he scored that 101 if we look at virat kohli's innings from the same uh, from the same viewpoint and let's take out Virat Kohli's 76 in the second innings. India would have struggled not only to reach 200 because they didn't apparently because they were bundled out for 131. 
without virat kohli india would have struggled to post a total with of just of of what and they would have been bundled out for less than 100 i that's keep put it that way and that is really really disappointing to see because none of the indian players apart from virat kohli looked good against the south african quicks yashasvi jaiswal out for five bold uh, pick caught behind of burger rabada was cleaned up so uh, sorry rohit sharma was cleaned up by kagiso rabada and i think rabada's ball to dismiss rohit sharma was probably the ball of the match for me personally he he bowled it he bowled it at a good length foolish good length if you personally ask me uh near uh, how shall i put it towards off stump a bit inside of off stump towards the inner half of off stump and the ball just had a slightish out off movement and it beat rohit sharma's defense and took the off stump off that is just perfection if you personally ask me and yeah ball of the match for me personally to dismiss rohit sharma for just zero runs he scored what five in the first innings a not in the second innings he's not had a good comeback to indian setup after the world cup final Shubman Gill 26 as i mentioned uh, Virat Kohli 76 good innings from him 76 of 82 deliveries he looked calm he looked composed and he he was the only one who looked like understood the what the conditions were and played accordingly apart from that there was no run, no score above in in the double digits Shreya Sayer out for 6 KL Rahul 4 Ravichandran Ashwin was dismissed on a golden for a, on a golden duck shadul thakur two runs jasprit pumrah run out for on a not mohammad siraj out for four runs and prashit krishna remaining not out on zero as well kagiso rabada picking up two wickets in the second innings burgav ending the second innings with four for 33 from 10 overs and marco jansen picking up three wickets as well which included the final wicket of virat kohli This means that Kagiso Rabada and Andre Berger end the match with seven wickets each. Marco Jansen picked up three wickets in the second innings, one wicket in the first inning, so he's ending the match with four wickets and 84 runs to his name as well. So South Africa thoroughly deserved this victory. They have completely outplayed India. This is how teams must be feeling when India outplay the opposition on Indian soil. but yeah this is how things happen and the way in which south africa played this test match i almost feel bad for them and their and their test side in particular because south we all know for a fact that south africa don't prioritize test match cricket they always prioritize t20s and limited overs side because that's how their board is able to earn their revenue and there is no shame in that because it has happened quite it is quite a common phenomenon in international cricket in the 21st century heading into 2024 we have seen west indies do that we have seen sri lanka do that seeing south africa do that but i personally feel bad because south africa is so good when it comes to the test side of things as well they have got so many good players who are not only world beaters in the limited over side of things but they are exceptional in test matches particularly on home soil 
their bowling is just out of this world particularly in south african conditions kagiso rabada was brilliant marco jansen was brilliant we have seen the emergence of nondre berger and gerald kotsi there's obviously there's obviously lungi and giri who is not played in this test match who is also real really good bowler and they've got some amazing spin options in the form of keshav maharaj as well the batting is impeccable yes temba bawuma picked up a hamstring so he wasn't able to bat today but uh, teen elgar really good player aiden markram is really good there is obviously uh, kyle verney who is a really really good wicket keeper in the test match in, in test matches he's probably south africa's version of alex carey where he doesn't play in the limited overs Mat- limited overs matches but he is very very good when it comes to test matches there's obviously keegan peterson yes he just scored two runs in the solitary innings in which south africa batted but apart from that he is a wonderful player in test matches as well we have seen him dominate india the last time india were here and obviously tony dzorsi is coming into his own and aidan markram is as i said is obviously a really really good player so it's it's a shame but uh, that's how things work and the but the lesser test matches you play the higher chance you have of qualifying for the final of the world test championship in 2025 and as things stand south africa are top of the world test championship table now coming back to team india and yes this was their final match of 2023 because the second test match is from the 3rd of january and it will be into 2024 so yeah happy new year and all that but um, yeah they have had a few ups and downs in this calendar year a lot of ups only one down only a couple of downs to be honest losing the world test championship final to australia and the world cup final to the same opponents yes they are making into the finals but they are not able to win those big matches and i think the defeat to south africa would sit right up there in india's downsides of this calendar year because south africa always feels like a final frontier as far as in the indian side is concerned in test match cricket i think i think i've said this uh quite often i don't remember me saying this on a podcast but i've tweeted this quite often saying that test matches are only fun when india travel to new zealand south africa england and australia and india won a test series in three out of those four countries with south africa remaining the only place where india have failed to win a test series england has been a difficult place to travel for team india as well if you dis if you if you not include that one off match we had in 2022 you could arguably say that india did win that series 2-1 but that one off test match was a continuation of that series which meant that in in the end india and england drew that series 2 all but india have won a test series in um, in england in recent memory they won all the way back in 2007 under the captaincy of rahul dravid with the likes of wasim jafar in there there was obviously rp singh zahir khan ms dhoni dinesh kartik and lot but it's been quite a quite some time yeah more than 16 years but england is somewhere where india have been victorious in the past south africa is a place which still continues to haunt 
Team India in Test match cricket, and even if they win the second Test, it would be a drawn series because, unfortunately, this is just a two-match Test series, which is something I am not happy as well. A Test series should be minimum three Test matches, and if you are playing a big nation. like you are playing england or australia or india it could be a five match test series as well but alas this is how things work in south africa just two matches before uh, the t20 and the limited overs format cricket start once again so yeah credit to south africa i must say it has been a really really good performance and innings and 32 runs in the end was the margin by which they defeated team india dean elgar man of the match 185 for him seven wickets in the match for kagiso rabada and nondre burger marco jansen picking up four wickets in the match and 84 runs with the bat as well so and oh, so south africa really really playing completely outplaying india a lot to ponder as far as team india is concerned because they play the second test match in next week basically on starting from the 3rd of january but then they play five matches against england now it's ben stokes baseball version of england coming to india so india do have the upper hand in that regards but seeing the form of some players including skipper rohit sharma is a little worrying heading into that series yes that series is towards the end of january but uh, before that there is only one test match and that's going to happen next week so a lot to ponder as far as team india is concerned hope they can win that test match so at least they are not losing yet another series in south africa and instead are going away with a draw they've already drawn the t20 series they've won the one day series let's hope they can win the second test match and draw the test series as well that's the best possible result as far as the indian side is concerned so that is the recap the review of the first test match between south africa and india from the centurion hope you loved the coverage from the cricket corner podcast in this calendar year of 2023 we started off by covering the border gavaskar trophy we covered the ipl here world test championship final was covered as well we then really we, we then covered the ashes the world cup and now we are ending the 2023 calendar year with a sad on a sad note because india have lost the series but um, i'm sure there's a lot of things good things which will happen to team india and to the cricket corner podcast in 2024 so i hope you are all excited and staying and hope you stay tuned to the to the platforms wherever you are consuming the, the this podcast and i really appreciate your support in 2023 merry christmas happy new year this is me watsal vora signing off ciao for now sports social podcast network